Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners, the hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Dedeker and Jace teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. So, Jace and Dedeker, how are you today? Doing great. I feel good. like your intro was very matter of fact today. You're like, I'm ready to get into this. Yes, mm-hmm. I am. Re- well, <laughs> I'm really ready to get into it because we are back in Genesis. We are back to black. Here we are. Finally. Good I, know. I don't know how to handle it. Like, I can't. I don't. I'm. I'll be honest, I'm a little nervous of going back to this very cut and dry. This happened, then this happened, then uh, this happened, then this happened, and not the philosophical, like, but what flowery. does he mean by that? Yeah. Well, that's a weird metaphor. Or, <laughs> like, I, and I'm kind of sad to abandon our, you know, not abandon, I guess, but to put away our Job drinking game. Well, I was actually thinking about that in preparation for this, that I do think we're going to need to come up with drinking games for all of the yeah, books. Yeah, we can create a new one for you think sure. There'll be some meta ones that will uh, kind apply of overall. throughout. Well, like I was thinking maybe the repeating metaphors could uh, because okay. there are some re- Do they repeat, repeat like major metaphors? Well, there's some repeated imagery in terms of phrase. Yeah, so multiple metaphors over a long period of time within the Bible is what you're saying. I mean, that's interesting. Well, like, I mean, for example, yes. in, in Job, where we were just reading, we got the whole sort of like thunder uh, and lightning and like weather being used as a way to describe God and to sure. characterize God. So maybe if we have a similar imagery, that could be a, a drink. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or it may not be something we're aware of until we actually stumble upon it. We're yeah, like, we might hey, have to we see. We used this metaphor before. Let's yeah, drink. wait a minute. We yeah. know what this is. Yeah. Um, also, we do know that we have one where if something comes up, and we say we'll get to that, to Emily. I think actually all of us need a drink yes. for that. Anytime something Anytime comes up, like, like that'll come up later, or we're sort of like I guess to sort of, of the fathers, right? Like yes. that. Yes. To point out how hard it is to talk about the Bible while reading it through, because so much of what Dedeker and I grew up with, and even just sort of cultural wisdom or like cultural things people know about the Bible, is so much based on. On the way, like we've said, people kind of pick and choose which ones end up in the sermons and which stories you teach to kids and what yeah. phrases are used a lot. Right, right. So kind of remembering like, wait, we haven't gotten there yet. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I think that that could be a fun one and we'll definitely get us some drinks. Right. Okay. As oh, we sure. go through. Okay. Yeah. So um, what? We'll come up with more as we go. Yeah, I'm sure we'll let it be an organic process. Yeah. yeah. Oh, totally. Uh, well, yeah. So today we're reading Genesis chapters 12. 13, 14, 15. So, so 12 through 15. After Noah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So where did we leave off in Genesis? This is going to yeah. be a little harder to remember because it was a while ago. But Seriously. It was oh my Noah. It was Noah, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. And Noah did his whole thing of getting drunk yes. in the tent and the boys yes. not... <laughs> two boys no, being getting like, drunk in the tent with the boys yeah exactly yeah, yeah. oh man yeah something and they, like and that they came in backwards yes like the one the, the one brother saw him 
and the other brothers like, came in backwards. Get a load of this. Yeah. Uh-huh. Look at dad. Look at how ridiculous yeah. he looks. Yeah. But then he got super shunned for it. Yes. Yeah. Cursed. Cursed. And all of his descendants also cursed. Yeah. Real Yikes. bum deal. But the very yeah. last thing after that story happened was they did the genealogy from Noah mm-hmm. and Noah's sons to Abraham. Mm-hmm. And that's where we're picking up. Which also included some other notable characters, like Lot was mentioned as oh, was being he? related in that family tree. Uh, yeah, don't don't you remember mm-hmm. when we were when we were doing this? There was uh, there were some other people in that family tree where we were like, remember that name? That one's gonna be mm-hmm. important. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh man, I'm excited. Well, and some women maybe will show up. Maybe there will be some, some women. Wi- well, there will be some women. So we've gotten a mention of of Abram, yes, and his wife Sarai. Yes. Okay. Um, so those are definitely important people. So that's kind of what we set up at the end there is... Abram, is a.k.a. That. Abraham. Well, we'll get, we'll get to, to that. that. Oh. Drink. Drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so see, it's it's already going to come. But uh, yeah, so let me right. see. Okay, because so far, the only women we've encountered have been Eve. Yes. And then we jumped to Job, and it was Job's wife and his like Who was servant there girls. for like a minute. Yeah, like his right. servant's girls and his daughters. Mm-hmm. And now we're coming back in. Well, but remember at the end of Job, mm-hmm. uh, at the end of Job, he did give inheritance to his daughters. Right. Oh, and yes. And they mentioned his daughters by name. Which That's was very right. surprising. Yeah, which we yes. haven't really got. A little gotten. random also, but yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm just looking back real quick, since for us, it's been a couple months, Thank basically. I know if our listeners skipped from episode three up to episode 16, this will be fresh in their minds. But, uh, okay, so so Terah mm-hmm. was the father of Abram, Nahor, and Haran. Okay. So Abram is our main dude for what's coming up. Yes. Um, but Haran, his brother, became the father of Lot. So Lot's another important character who will yes. come up later. Salem's Lot. Nope. Not that, but... <laughs> A.K.A. Stephen King. Okay. Sorry. Yes. Continue. Yes. Uh, let's see. The name of Abram's wife was Sarai, which we just talked about. Yes. Um, Nahor, his brother Nahor's wife was Milka. Uh, she was the daughter of Haran. Right. So Abram, Nahor, and Haran are brothers. Haran had a daughter who then married his brother Nahor, which we were a little bit bothered so, about. Oh, right. The- so the uncle married the niece. Nahor married his niece. Yep. Uh, and then uh, Terah took his son Abram and his wife Sarai. Uh, and together they set out from Ur of the Chaldeans to go to Canaan. Uh, but when they came to Haran, they settled there. Not Haran, the guy's name, but Haran with two R's, which is a place name. This okay. is like Game of Thrones. <laughs> it exactly. is a little bit. Like yeah. nobody, everyone's named roughly the same thing or multiple mm. characters are named roughly the same thing yeah. and nobody can figure out who we're talking about. Exactly. Yeah. Except for the main characters. Yes. Right. So they settled in Haran with two R's. Haran. And that's where we left off. All okay. Right. That's what you missed on Oh yeah, DBS. <laughs> are we ready to hop into this? Yeah. Yes. Let's do it. Uh, I guess I'm first up today. Yes, okay, you are. Remember, oh remember, give our disclaimer first. Oh, yes. Oh, our yes. disclaimer here is please read the Bible responsibly and also drink responsibly. And remember, you can drink along with us or you can listen in the car, but please don't do both at the same time. All right. Here we go with Genesis 12.
The Lord had said to Abram, Go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation. Wait, have we met Abram yet? Or is this like the first mention of him? This is the first mention besides the fact that he was descended from Noah. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. So they mentioned his name where it's like, he's related to this person and this is his father, yada, yada, yada. And now we're hopping into the actual story. I see. So it's right. like, here's Abram. We've set him up mildly. <laughs> but now <laughs> he gets a mention from the Lord. The Lord like says something talks, to, talks him. to him. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Here's, this guy, here's where, like, where the action actually starts. Yeah. This guy is going to be really important, clearly. Yes. Right. Also, a fun insight that we got from J.D. McKelkey, who uh-huh. recorded some bonus content with us that yes. I'll give to all of y'all, is that when Lord is written all capitals like oh, this, yes. that is to show us that that was the word Yahweh, uh, as opposed to Elohim or uh, like all of the other names for, for God, God. In, yeah. in Hebrew. Uh, so Lord is specifically to denote Yahweh. that it's using the word Yahweh, which is a, a, a very significant word. Oh, I guess. Cool. Um, so anyway, so that's why sometimes it's capitalized and other times it might not be. Okay. Nice. Which is cool. All right. Uh, okay. Where were we? Verse two. Verse two. Boy, oh boy. As always. I will make you into a great nation and I will bless you. I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. He will bless you and you will be yes, a blessing. Multiple blessings. <laughs> I will bless those who bless you. And whoever curses you, I will curse. And all people on earth will be blessed through you. Uh, Yeah. Okay. Wow. Wait, that's a lot of people and blessings, but no to those who don't bless you. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So basically anyone who gets blessed ever is going to be through him. Yes. uh, And that people who curse him will get cursed. So I like this, you know, sort of a, um, you know, the greatest gift is... Wait, is better, Abram better to give blessings to Abram than to receive because you do receive them anytime you give them to Abram? I don't know if I can get on board Was with that, that. A euphemism for something? <laughs> no, I just I'm just trying to do the math on how blessings work, right? Okay. So like God will bless Abram, and I'm shaking her at you, and Abram will be a blessing, and that God will bless those who bless Abram. Okay, I'm sick of hearing the word blessed. Can okay, we please okay. keep going along? Hashtag blessed. blessed. Hashtag blessed. So. So Abram went as the Lord had told him, and Lot went with him. Remember we said he'd go. And Lot is his cousin or his uncle? or Lot is his nephew. His nephew. Okay, his nephew. Okay. Uh, Yeah, Lot. Yeah, Lot's a nephew. Uh, And Lot went with him. Abram was 75 years old when he set out from Haran. Okay, so they had settled, and now we're continuing on. Okay, now they're leaving. Because God told him now to leave after they'd settled. Okay. He took his wife, Sarai, his nephew, Lot, if we just kept reading, all the possessions they had accumulated and the people they had acquired in Haran. What kind uh, of what kind of acquisitions yes, here? Yes, exactly. I don't know if these are like slave acquisitions or like followers. Probably. I'll bet you it's a mix of slaves and mm. followers and people who like married into the family. Right. And I acquire right. you and I Maybe acquire some, you. Some day labor, some, you know. <laughs> day, we love our day laborers. Some ubiquitous day laborers. Yep. Some temp. People, some temp workers. Exactly. And they set out for the land of Canaan and they arrived there. <laughs> See, this is like right, we're back story. in Genesis. Exactly. Yes. Like, and they did it. Good job. No discussion of like, but what does Canaan mean? Is Canaan a good land? Is it a bad land? Should we be going there? Is it God's will? I looked in the east and it wasn't there. I looked in the west and it wasn't there. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, All right. Abram traveled through the land 
as far as the site of the great tree of Mora at Shechem. You're doing great, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> doing my best. Mm-hmm. At that time, the Canaanites were in the land. Well, I would hope the Canaanites would be in the land of Canaan. Yes. That would make sense. Yes. So. Uh, the Lord appeared to Abram and said, to your offspring, I will give this land. So he built an altar there to the Lord who had appeared to him. From there, he went on toward the hills east of Bethel and pitched his tent with Bethel on the west. You guys grow Emily, up. No, no. Sorry, it was my fault. I'm sorry. It's not, it's not even that. It's not even the euphemism. Like I just love that Emily laughs at the word tent every single time. Anything That's, involving a right. tent That's makes true. you giggle. Well, I mean, the, it, it, it's just interesting these guys like i mean it makes sense like they run around with tents and stuff Mm -hmm. because but they're not creating i mean they are creating these cities or or towns or whatever but all that they have are tents yeah i guess they don't have like dwellings just tents yeah it's kind of funny because you think about like nomadic peoples who have like badass tents you know like Mm. big old tents that house multiple families and multiple of those tents it's like a harry potter tent exactly like a harry potter tent but then i think in your mind when it's like he pitched his tent and you're thinking like he went to rei and got like a little pup tent it's just like well i'm gonna put this thing together now yeah yeah that's it abram's out there with all the poles being like wait a goes to c1 why did i can i get some help over here (laughs) i should have gotten that instant pop-up tent Uh whoa they have this Oh, yeah, they're oh, super yeah. cool. cool. But then putting them away is really hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't have the instant collapsing. Yeah, event. yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. They're trying to like bend them into place mm-hmm. and all that. Uh, let's see. He built an altar. Or, oh, sorry, we, he pitched his tent. Yes. He pitched his tent with Bethel on the west and I on the east. That's A-I. Mm-hmm. I. There he built an altar to the Lord and called on the name of the Lord, which we know is Yahweh. Yes. Then Abram set out and continued toward the Negev. So he's, okay. So is he's, that a... I, I don't know what that is. Okay. Sorry, what were you going to say? So I keep thinking, like, I sorry, I thought that it was like, okay, so we went to Canaan and then God was like, I'm going to give your offspring this land. And he was like, great, I'm going to stay here. But then he's like, nope, going to keep going. Yeah. Still a nomad. Yeah, that is a little bit confusing. Um, it's, a, it's a semi-desert region, region of modern day southern Israel. Okay. Um, Anyway, yeah. Right. Uh, it's it's yeah. a place. It's a place. That's what's okay. important. Right. Now there was a famine in the land, and Abram went down to Egypt to live there for a while because the famine was severe. I'm wondering how many years this is taking place over, or months. Well, probably a long time yeah. to, to travel from like, long... Israel to Egypt, you know, with a bunch I'm of assuming. people and animals. Yeah, I've I never mean... done that walk myself, so I'm not sure. I mean, he was probably 75 when he started out. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's a yeah. good point. Okay. As he was about to enter Egypt, he said to his wife, Sarai, I know what a beautiful woman you are. Oh. When the Egyptians see you, they will say, this is his wife. Then they will kill me, but they will let you live. Uh, I'm sorry to hear that, Mr. Abram. Mm. Say you are my sister so that I will be treated well for your sake and my life will be spared because of you. I think that's pretty smart. I, I think it makes sense. I suppose, yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, he's taking advantage of the fact that he knows, first of all, like it is today, he knows that a woman has like more power when she's perceived to be sexually available and like is worthy oh, of more respect boy. if she's perceived that she's an, a prospect. Some things mm-hmm. never change, huh? Right. So he knows that like once the Egyptians find out that she belongs to him, they're going to be like, oh, problem solved. Just murder this guy. Yeah. Right. But right. if 
is my sister, then it's like, oh, better get in good with the brother. Guy. Yeah. Be like, hey, 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 man. So he'll put in a so good your word sister. for me. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. really, I'd like to, uh, you know, be with her. Yes, yeah. exactly. Okay. When Abram came to Egypt, the Egyptians saw that Sarai was a very beautiful woman. As he predicted. <laughs> and when Pharaoh's officials saw her, they praised her to Pharaoh, and she was taken into his palace. Oh, well, snatched, snatched her right up. Bam. Yeah. He treated Abram well for her sake, and Abram acquired sheep and cattle, male and female donkeys, male and female servants, and camels. Wow, that was a good deal for okay, Abram. But hang on, but and camels it? who have no gender, apparently. Male and no one female cares. camels. <laughs> okay, hang on. Is the implication here that they're like, oh, beautiful woman, we'll take her. And then Pharaoh's like, I better pay him for taking his sister. Eek. Is it mm. implying that it was a transactional thing? I know they say he treated him well, but I'm wondering if it was actually like, this is Pharaoh being like, here in exchange for giving me your sister, take all this stuff. I mean, I would, that would make sense to me that it would be a transactional thing. And now Abram's kind of like, this is not how I wanted this plan to go. Right. I, I guess. I wonder if, I know, it, like, again, we're back in Genesis where everything just happens so quickly, but when yeah. it says like, and then they went down to Egypt because the famine was so bad, mm-hmm. if this isn't so much of like an intentional, but like, crap, like we're dying. We're dying. We have we to, to go, go somewhere. somewhere. Yeah. Uh, I'm worried I'm going to get killed. This is what we have to do to live. I feel like is kind of. You think he intentionally wanted to kind of sell off Sarai? No, I guess. Or use her as a bartering chip? I was. Gosh, I mean, I I don't think so. I I was saying maybe this was more of like a survival thing. Like we're going to die unless we do this. That's what I mean, a survival thing. Like we're going to die unless I trade you away to Pharaoh for a little while. Maybe. You got to take one for the team, Sarai. I hope Pharaoh's a good lover. Wow. Boy, oh boy. Well, let's see what happens. Okay. Uh, But the Lord inflicted serious diseases on Pharaoh and his household because of Abram's wife, Sarai. What? The Lord, you heard me. Yeah. Just because, because of her. Why? Because of her. Because, because she was still married to Abram. I think that's Maybe. the implication. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Well, if we continue on here, it says, "So Pharaoh summoned Abram. What have you done to me?" He said, "Why didn't you tell me that she was your wife?" <laughs> I'm sorry. I just I'm thinking of Joseph so he, in the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, where he's like Elvis. He's like, "What have you done to me? Why didn't you tell me that she was your wife?" Oh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Is that in the Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat? This story is not, no. Oh, okay, uh, but okay. but just that Pharaoh is like Elvis. Oh, I played I played Pharaoh when I did this in high school. Oh, so uh, now you, it all makes sense. I say, okay, that makes more. So sense. I, you know, went around with my like bedazzled microphone and did and the whole like font. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, now Joseph, uh-huh. come on, tell poor old Pharaoh. You know that whole thing. Nice. Anyway, sorry. Let me try that again. So Pharaoh summoned Abram. What have you done to me? He said. Why didn't you tell me she was your wife? Why did you say she is my sister so that I took her to be my wife? Now then, here is your wife. Take her and go. (laughs) He flings her at him. (laughs) Then Pharaoh gave orders about Abram to his men, and they sent him on his way with his wife and everything he had. I guess he got to keep all this stuff. Yeah. I, I, I have a suspicion maybe this was an intentional... Kind of long con on Abram's part. I mean, Uh well, if that is the case, well done, Abram. I suppose so, yeah. But also, like, God was in on that con. 
Yeah, and God, but God <laughs> also said was not a fan of it because he kind of didn't allow it to happen, and that's why he inflicted a bunch of diseases on Pharaoh uh, and his people. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting though that that at least in this tiny bit of the story that we get, uh, Abram doesn't seem bothered by any of this. That's it's just true. God and Pharaoh who are not cool with this plan. <laughs> Abram and Sarai were to- totes in on it. It yeah, seems like it, right? Whatever, man. We'll Bonnie, re- Bonnie and Clyde our way out of this situation. <laughs> and get they some, did. Get some extra sheeps and cattle and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So this that's the end of the chapter. And I have to say already, like, my brain is spinning, not able to handle having so much story in such a short amount of time yeah. after Job. I'm Seriously. like, what? That's a good wait, point. What? So, so much has happened. Yeah. <laughs> That well, was a ton. I mean, do we want to just keep on keep on going? Yeah. yeah get all yeah. this juicy story? Yeah, we can. It's me, right? Yes. Yeah, you're next. Okay. okay, so they leave Egypt. Yeah. They, Why? He tosses his wife back at him. He's like, he, you <laughs> can keep the cattle. I don't care. And the camels. Uh-huh. And the camels. Didn't want them anyway. All right. <laughs> uh-huh. Genesis 13. So Abram went up from Egypt to the Negev, goes back to the Negev, mm, okay. with, with his wife and everything he had, and Lot went with him. Abram had become very wealthy in livestock and in silver and gold. From the Negev, he went from place to place until he came to Bethel, to the place between Bethel and I, where his tent had been earlier. (laughs) 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 All about his tent. All I'm saying is that they put so much stock in the tent. This must be one hell of a magical well, tent. Well, again, if you're a nomadic people, you don't have a house. Your tent yeah. is your house. Your you t- know? Yeah, it is. What you got? Where yeah, you that's true. come to okay. dwell. Uh, so it's where his tent had been earlier and where he had first built an altar. Then Abram called on the name of the Lord. Now Lot, who was moving about with Abram, also had flocks and herds and tents. Oh, great. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Many got tents. all the good things. Uh-huh. Yes. But the land could not support them while they stayed together, for their possessions were so great that they were not able to stay together. So it's like there's mm. too many animals, there's too many people, there's not enough water, there's not enough grazing. Like So Abram was like, get out of here, not, Lot. Like it's not sustainable. Right. I say. Uh, yeah. And quarreling arose between Abram's herders and Lot's. Oh. Oh. The Canaanites and Perizzites were also living in the land at that time. So it's very crowded. Yeah. There's, yeah. There's like, okay. Everyone's like, can we please stop? Mm -hmm. So Abram said to Lot, let's not have any quarreling between you and me or between your herders and mine, for we are close relatives. Yeah. Is not the whole land before you? Let's part company. If you go to the left, I'll go to the right. If you go to the right, I'll go to the left. Sounds good to me. Okay. Lot looked around and saw that the whole plain of the Jordan toward Zoar was well watered, like the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt. Is he talking about... Yes, the Eden Garden of the Lord. I assume so. I don't know what other Garden of the Lord there could be. I'm assuming that garden was well watered. Mm -hmm. Probably. And and like the land of Egypt. Yes. So that does explain why they went there Mm -hmm. when they had a famine. Because Egypt... They were like, hey, actually living in a desert, not great. Um, No. Living in a land with water, great. Right. And Egypt has this cool like Nile River Basin Mm -hmm, situation going on. Mm -hmm, So, mm -hmm. okay. Okay. In parentheses. This was before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. Nope. Is that a drink? Because the Bible just said we'll get to this. Basically, <laughs> I think so. Yes. We'll take it as that. <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay. All right. Little. It's a little teaser. Yeah, a little yeah. teaser there. Okay. The only thing I know about Sodom and Gomorrah is from the musical, The Wild Party that I was in, and they did a musical number on Sodom and Gomorrah. What, so, what did it say about it? Yeah. I don't remember that song. Yeah, what do you know? I about saw it? you in that show, but I don't remember that song. Yeah, it was. Um, the song was called 
wild party. Yes. Okay. Yeah, nice. we'll have a wild, wild party. Yeah. And they talk about Sodom and Gomorrah, but nothing much except for it was two men gesturing mm. sodomly. Sodomly? Correct. I see. Hmm. So that's all I know. Okay. okay. Well. And I know about the word sodomy. All right. Obviously. Yes. Okay. Where it comes from. Okay. Yes. All right. Destroyed. So. Lot chose for himself the whole plain of the Jordan and set out toward the east. The two men parted company. Abram lived in the land of Canaan, while Lot lived among the cities of the plain and pitched his tents near Sodom. God bless it. Okay. I'm just watching Emily smiling and <laughs> nodding my head knowingly over here. Yeah, oh, okay. Tents. Now the people of Sodom were Ooh. wicked what? and were sinning greatly against the Lord. The Lord said to Abram after Lot had parted from him, Look around from where you are, to the north and south, to the east and west. All the land that you see I will give to you and your offspring forever. I will make your offspring like the dust of the earth, so that if anyone could count the dust, then your, then your offspring could be counted. So a lot. A Go, lot. walk through the length and the breadth of the land, for I am giving it to you. So Abram went to live near the great trees of Mamre at Hebron, where he pitched his tents. There he built an altar to the Lord. Okay. <laughs> Emily and I are over here laughing about tents again. Okay, but I think this is very important okay, because this yeah. is establishing kind of some manifest destiny style oh. of God telling Abraham, hey, this land that has other people living on it, I'm giving it to you. Wow. So just so you know, it all belongs to you. Right. Even well, this though is... it seems like it belongs to other people right now. Yeah. 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 Well, and you had pointed that out. Was it in in Job about that? Or was oh, yes. That, yeah. 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 There was a similar thing there about was. the Lord just saying, like, you get to take this land. Exactly. And they're like, like cool, and kind of we'll clarifying, like, no, the Lord gave this to us even before so and so other tribe was here. But that's right. a thing now, guys. Yes. That's a thing. Yes, it's a thing. It's a. It's, it's been a thing for a long time. I yeah, think that's no, the I lesson mean, here. I mean, yeah, that is a big lesson. And mm-hmm. and a lot of wars were waged yes. over that very thing. Yeah, yeah over, over land. Yeah, yeah Our over, God or this other God or this other God, God told, told us this belongs yeah. to us. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I get to take it and be not very nice to you. Mm-hmm. So in Genesis 14, I just took a quick glance. And in the first like... Two sentences. I have to say a lot of really, Ooh, really boy. hard, crazy names. I so think please bear with me. Commit, just commit to whatever is the first pronunciation that comes okay, out of your mouth. Okay, and, and, okay, yeah. Okay, here we go. Ready? Yep. At the time when Amraphel was king of Shinar, Erok king of Elisar, Kedorlarmor king. <laughs> okay, maybe do take that one again. <laughs> Kedor Larmor? Larmor? Kedor Larmor. What do you think Kedor that is? Kedor Exactly. That's okay. pretty much what I said. Okay. Great. Kedor Larmor, king of Elam and title king of Goyim. These kings went to war against Bera, king of Sodom, Brisha, king of Gomorrah, Shinab, king of Adma, Sehember, king of Zeboim, and the king of Belta. That Be- is. Bella. Bella. The king of Bela, that is Zohar. Oh <laughs> why gosh. did why did the Bible do Just this around at the end? This parenthesis thing. I wonder if the parentheses in this version might mean these are like notes added by a translator. Maybe. Possibly about that is Zohar. Yes. Zohar. Yes. Yeah. Well, All, there's more to go. Oh, man, here we go. All of these latter kings joined forces in the Valley of Siddim, that is the Dead Sea Valley. Hmm. 
For 12 years, they had been subject to Kedor Lamor. Who was the king of Elam. Ah, mm-hmm. yes. But in the 13th year, they rebelled. Whoa. In the 14th year, yes. Oh, I see. That's why they're at war. Because I see. they were all under him, and now they've rebelled. No, they're like, this now they're sucks. like, nah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. In the 14th year, Kedolamar and the king. What? It's a little different every time. I love it. <laughs> yes. I just like the idea that they're like, we gave 13 years to try to figure out how to say your name, and we're sick we're, of it. We're not doing this Tired anymore. We can't. We just, I'm sorry. We just can't have a king named, yes. named Kettlebell. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> More cowbell. And the kings allied with him and went out and defeated the Rephite. Rephite. Guys, why did you give me this one? <laughs> Sorry, it wasn't know. planned out. Sorry. In Ashtaroth, Karnayim, the Zuzites and Ham, the Amites and Shav, Kurthanim, and the Horites in the country of Seir, as far as El Parnan near the desert. Then they turned back and went to En Mishap, that is Kadesh, Mishpat. I don't think it matters, honestly. I'm sorry. That is Kadesh. And they conquered the whole territory of the Amalekites, as well as the Amorites who were living in Hazizon, Tamar. Tamar. Wow. Boy, oh boy. Does anyone want to say anything about this so far? I I don't know. Just just soldier through everyone. Something that uh, I did want to throw in here just to give like a little bit of historical context is that uh, I did find here that Abram's life uh, goes from about 2166 BC Uh to 1991 BC. Uh, so just to kind of have like a little early nineties, huh? Yeah, 90s, exactly. Yeah. Wow. Well, actually, that would be late nineties since the numbers go backwards at that point. It's true. Um, yeah, late nineties. Yeah. But uh, anyway, just if anyone out there is like a historical person who's like, oh, I-, I remember reading about this conflict or like this change of things in history, that's the time that it would be. Okay. okay. Um, keep going, Em. I oh. wish there was a drinking game of every time you struggled with no, a name, but we be, would just be dead. We would be, be yeah. on be the no floor. Good. No it, good. It, we couldn't record yeah. any yeah. more. Then the king of Sodom, the king of Gomorrah, the king of Adma, the king of Zeboim, and the king of Bela, that is, Zoar, <laughs> marched out and drew up their battle lines in the valley of Siddim against Kedor Lamer. <laughs> King of Elam, yeah. title King of Goyim, a fam, a, a, a Amraphel, Amraphel, hmm? King of Shinar, and Erok, King of Elisar. Four kings against five. Oh, just, man. You could have just said four kings against five. Really? And would have yeah, been we don't. I know. How does anybody read this? That's what I mean. Maybe like someone like JD, um, you know, yeah. a, a theologian. We'll we'll sit here and be like, yeah, this king and that king, and like, let's read up about all of them. But I can understand, like, in Bible class, I don't know. I'm pretty sure we always skipped this chapter. Exactly. I've never, I've never yeah. read this before ever exactly. in my in life. Bible so. class, people are like, nah, we're we're not going to talk. You about can't this. read this to ten year olds. I do think, though, at, you know, at the time this would be, or you know, around the time that this was being put together, it would have been a similar thing to us talking about, like, you know the founding fathers of the United States or, you know, about historical battles or like King Arthur or what I mean, even though King Arthur's maybe not a real person, but like they would be historical figures that we know about that kind of people would have 
heard of before. So this guess, this isn't I mean, just perhaps, like perhaps yeah, or at least some everybody of them. knows about all of these people. Right. Okay, and they're like, and that's when Winston Churchill sent out the you know yeah mm-hmm. okay. Now the Valley of Siddim was full of tar pits. Oh, and when the oh. kings of Sodom and Gomorrah fled. Some of the men fell into them, oh, no. and the rest fled to the hills. Wow. Oh, yeah, that's, that's unfortunate. A random detail. Yeah. Yes. Some action. Yeah. The four kings seized all the goods of Sodom and Gomorrah and all their food, and then they went away. They also carried off Abram's nephew, Lot, <gasps> and his possessions since he was living in Sodom. Oh, oh no. <laughs> what happened to Lot? They carried, they carried him off. off. Yeah. But then what? A man who had escaped came and reported this to Abram the Hebrew. Okay. We know what Abram is. <laughs> <laughs> well, they they wonder if you got kind of confused in the midst of yeah, all yes. this. Exactly. Yeah. They're like, remember yeah. this guy? Well, this got to clarify. Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> now, Abram was living near the great trees of Mamrur, the Amorite, a brother of Eshcol and Aner, all of whom were allied with Abram. When Abram heard that his relative had been taken captive, he called out the 318 <laughs> trained men born in his household and went in pursuit as far as Dan. <laughs> <laughs> the buck stops at Dan, you know what I always say. Oh, man. So his, his very specific 318 <laughs> trained men, and then go out until they found a guy named Dan, and they're like, all right, well. All right, here we are. Job's done. 300, yeah. 318 uh, men, though. That's nothing to sniff at. No, I mean, they're all trained and born in his household. <laughs> Thanks for giving their credentials. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay. All right. Here we go, guys. Okay. Yeah. During the night, Abram divided his men to attack them and routed them pursuing them as far as Hobah, north of Damascus. He recovered all the goods and brought back his relative Lot and his possessions, together with the women and the other people. Whoa. <laughs> and the other people. <laughs> and all those other people. At least the women weren't in the category of other people. Yeah, That's exactly. True, yeah. It's just some random men yeah. and the women. Yeah. Wow, okay, so he just stormed in there and is like, Nope, I'm getting yeah, my... Abram but, is like, I'm going to be a badass war general. Just yeah. watch me. Again, again, get this nephew. Like, we hear nothing about the badassery. It's just simply uh, like... Yeah. It's simply... Okay, this happened. Cool. Exactly. Bye. You yeah. did it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, where were we? Uh, 17. Uh, yes. After Abram returned from defeating Kedor Lamar and the kings allied with him, the king of Sodom came out to meet him in the Valley of Shava. That is the King's Valley. <laughs> then Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out bread and wine. Oh, I like Melchizedek. Nice yeah. I'm on like, his hey, team guys, already. Hey, let's get some bread and wine out here. <laughs> he was priest of God Most High, and he blessed Abram, saying, Blessed be Abram by God Most High, creator of heaven and earth, and praise be to the God Most to God Most High. Is that like another name for God? It must I, I actually be. want to look this up. Look at the yeah. I, I haven't come across that before. Yeah, okay. And praise be to God Most High, who delivered your enemies into your hand. <laughs> so like he God like delivered the enemies into Abram and Abram was able to like kill them real real easily. Well yeah, the implication is that God helped you know, God helps this favored us by helping us to I defeat say. these enemies. Yeah. Well that's nice. Okay. Uh yeah, let's see. What you got? So let's see. The Common English Bible calls 
Melchizedek, the king of Salem, and the priest of El Elyon. El Elyon. Uh, let's see. Another uh, the, the complete Jewish Bible says he was Cohen of El Elyon, parentheses, God Most High. Huh. Uh, it's like what that means. Um, he was a priest of God Most High, and it's like capitalized. So it could have been, I think capital the, G, capital M, capital so here's H. Here's the thing: God is that High. like you know the Hebrew God has a lot of different names, and so it just could have been like we worship the same God, but like our tribe happens to call him El Elyon. Okay, you know. Yeah, I'm, maybe. I yeah. I wish I'm I just kind of making that up, and I'm sure it. so many people are like now angry no. right now. Like, oh, you don't know anything. <laughs> so okay. And praise be to God Most High, who delivered your enemies into your hand. Then Abram gave him a tenth of everything. Oh, all right. <laughs> that's nice. Yeah. yeah. The king of Sodom said to Abram, give me the people and keep the goods for yourself. Hmm. But okay. Abram said to the king of Sodom, with raised hand, I have sworn an oath to the Lord, God Most High, mm. creator of heaven and earth. So, so now... Lord Yahweh yes. is starting to pick up extra names like yes. Daenerys Targaryen. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Of slaves, mother of dragons. You're right. right? Here so it is. Lord, Lord God, God Most High, High creator of heaven, heaven and earth. earth. <laughs> okay. That I will accept nothing belonging to you, not even a, th- a thread or the strap of a sandal, so that you will never be able to say, I made Abram rich. Hmm. Hmm. I will accept nothing but what my men have eaten and the share that belongs to the men who went with me to Anar, Eshkol, and Mamre. Let them have their share. That's really interesting because yeah. I thought where this was going was that it's like, what a good guy Abram is where he's like, no, 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 man. Like, I'm not going to keep any of your stuff. It's okay. But it's more that it's like a political, I don't, move. A political move. I don't want you to be able to say I made Abram rich or like yeah. I made him into what he is or Abram you can give him to, exactly or Abram owes me because yeah. I gave him all this stuff. You can give it to my other guys because whatever, don't care, but not to me. <laughs> not to me. Interesting. Wow. Well, that was one heck I know. of a chapter. You made it through yeah. though. Good job. Very well done. Thanks. It's interesting though. He didn't have a problem taking stuff from Pharaoh before. Well... Yeah, that but is maybe that's why that was. It could have been because they're in the famine, and it's like we need yeah. everything we yeah. can get, you know. Or the fact that Pharaoh's not a fellow Jew. No, and yeah, so this definitely is more not. about like within our tribe. I I want to don't want anyone to think that I had within to, my allies because I don't think right. Egypt was necessarily an ally at that time. Right. Like, yeah. Not an enemy, I, yeah, but not an ally. Yeah. Okay. Well. All right, chapter 15. <laughs> Let's this do one, it, baby. I, I have a little title here. This is The Lord's Covenant with Abram. Oh. Okay. After this, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. Do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield, your very great reward. But Abram said, Sovereign Lord, what can you give me since I remain childless and the one who will inherit my estate is Eliezer of Damascus. And everyone hates Eliezer of yeah. Damascus. Did I? No, I don't know. I'm oh, just okay. trying to figure That's out why subtext. he's throwing, the, throwing Eliezer yeah. under the bus here. And Abram said, you've given me no children, so a servant in my household will be my heir. Uh, okay, so that's oh, who Eliezer... Oh, it's his servant. Okay. His servant. So he's like, okay, so maybe not everyone hates Eliezer, but he's like, this is my favorite boy. Yeah, He's but... my favorite boy, but he's not my boy boy. Right. Because yes. he's not a boy yeah. from my blood. Yes, right. he's not my blood boy. He's not my blood Then the word of the Lord came to him. This man will not be your heir, but a son who is your own flesh and blood will be your heir. Eliezer is hearing this and is like, oh. Dang it. Crap. 
He took him outside and said, I guess God took him outside. <laughs> God was like, come outside, my <laughs> child. Okay. Look up at the sky and count the stars. If indeed you can count them. <laughs> then he, <laughs> he won't be able to. <laughs> then he said to him, so shall your offspring be. What? Like, if he counts all of them, then he'll get his offspring? No. 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 <laughs> it is really funny that that's your interpretation. But <laughs> that's what I thought he meant. <laughs> no, it's just your your offspring is going to be as numerous as the stars. Uh, Remember earlier he said the same thing about the grains of sand. Like the dust of the earth was what oh, the it was dust. About. Sorry. Like, yes. if you could cust, cust, dust count? If you could count every, you know, speck <laughs> of dust... That's how many your descendants will be. Okay. Now he's saying the same thing with the stars. Okay. But Which that is, would be really funny if he was like, you know, go out and count all of them and then you'll get your kids. Good luck. Go. Yeah. Abram believed the Lord and he credited, credited, it, credited it to him as righteousness. He also said to him, uh, he, he being God, he also said to him, Being I am the Lord who brought you out of Ur of the Chaldeans to give you this land to take possession of it. We're back to that whole yeah, thing. Yeah. But Abram said, Sovereign Lord, how can I know that I will gain possession of it? So the Lord said to him, Bring me a heifer, a goat, and a ram, each three years old, along with a dove and a young pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd the pigeon make you laugh? You gotta make it young. <laughs> yes, a young... A sprightly pigeon. A young, pigeon. sprightly strapping young pigeon. Abram brought all these to him, cut them in two, ah! cut them in two, and arranged the halves opposite each other. The bird, however, he did not cut in half. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Emily's so horrified right now. <sighs> Then birds of prey came down on the carcasses, but Abram drove them away. So Okay, so Abram's here like playing like some sort of weird puzzle game with, <laughs> with the halves the of animals, of animals? Yeah. but keeping the... Can't let the animals eat them. Yeah, can't let the birds eat them. This is ridiculous. Did, did the Lord say to cut them in half? Or did Abram just do that <laughs> randomly? I'm going to assume that... This is like a regular thing. This is probably an established ritual. Okay. That's probably. what I would Take your word for it. <laughs> we got to assume that with a lot of this stuff, right? Yes. Like It's like, again, like to go back to our Game of Thrones thing, mm -hmm. they just know kind of like how the ritual goes to like talk to the trees north of the wall or like, sure. or some people just do, right? And we yeah. accept it. So same thing here. We're just accepting it. Yeah. Uh, as the sun was setting, Abram fell into a deep sleep. And a thick and dreadful darkness came over him. Oh, no. Then the Lord said to him, Know for certain that for 400 years your descendants will be strangers in a country not their own, and that they will be enslaved and mistreated there. But I will punish the nation they serve as slaves, and afterward they will come out with great possessions. Is this, is this a flash forward to Hebrew slavery in Egypt? Duh. Uh... I mean, I didn't know Emily, that. I was going to say, Emily doesn't know that. I know. I was hoping you wouldn't spoil it for her. So then she, when we get there, she'll be like, oh my gosh, this is the thing that... We got some time to go. It's okay. Dude, how much time? I don't Until know. Exodus. Oh, yeah. At least. Is that book. when they exit? That's what, that's why it's called Exodus. Yeah. Cool. Cool. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I think that's a drink though, because that's sort of a, yeah, we'll get yeah, there. Yeah, all right, yeah. all right, all right. Uh, let's see. But I will punish the nation they serve as slaves, and afterward they will come out with great possessions. You, however, 
will go to your ancestors in peace and be buried at a good old age. <laughs> good old. <laughs> in the fourth generation, your descendants will come back here, for the sin of the Amorites has not yet reached its full measure. Hmm. I, I, don't, I don't understand what's going on with the Amorites. Did they bet live you, here? I bet you that'll come back. Okay. Yeah, I'm like, who are they? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> when the sun had set and darkness had fallen... A smoking firepot with a blazing torch appeared and passed between the pieces. Was it? Oh, of the of pieces the, of the animals. The animals? Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. it was like the goblet of fire. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Yes. On that day, the Lord made a covenant with Abram and said, "To your descendants, I give this land, from the Wadik of Egypt to the great river, the Euphrates, the land of the Kenites, Kenizzites." Cadmonites, Hittites, Peritzites, Raphites, Amorites, Canaanites, Girgashites, and Jebusites. You did that pretty well. I, I'll give it to you. I prefer that for that last one to be Jebusites. Jebusites. Thank you. Jebusites. But they all had ites uh, on the end, and so you had a little bit of an easier time. Yeah, uh, they did true. have a pattern. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, true. Yeah. That's wow. True. Thanks, God. Thanks, God. Yeah. And so that's, yeah, I guess that's So main takeaway covenant. what was repeated again and again was God saying, this land belongs to you, this even though other people yes. happen to live there now. Yes, but don't worry about that. We'll right. get that all sorted out. But it's interesting saying and like the fourth I, generation, your descendants will come back here. I just want to point out the irony that I'm here on BibleStudyTools.com reading this and there's an ad at the bottom that says, should Christians care about immigrants? Question <gasps> mark. Wow. I can get a free Bible study about it. Oh boy! Well, the question is yes. <laughs> well, let us know. The answer to the question is yes. Oh well, they say we believe that one of the ways we can live out Christ-like hospitality is to be welcoming to immigrants, refugees, and the victims of human trafficking in our country. Oh well, good. And communities, while speaking up for systems that treat everyone fairly. I listened to a really good episode of Ninety Nine Percent Invisible, where they talked about oh. a movement of churches. In uh, border states, yes, specifically yes. hiding we refugees to that one. and, and you like know, sanctuary churches, yeah, that do cool. hide hide immigrants and refugees, helping awesome. even helping to smuggle them across the border, oh, and wow. then like the FBI infiltrating them yeah. and stuff like that. But that this, you know, the pastor that was the featured on this show was kind of like, you know, yeah, I realized I was breaking the law, but I was doing the wow. will of God and you know what what Jesus would have wanted me to do. So that's yeah, awesome. it, was, it was a really interesting story actually. Yeah, that's great. Mm. Well, anyway, before we get off too much on that tangent, uh, yeah, I'm, I guess, gosh, I mean, so much happened right now. I don't even think we could yeah. predict what would happen next. No. No, I mean, I feel, okay. I mean, you, you know this book, I think, better than I do. Oh, gosh, do I? I don't I get that impression. Really? Why? No. I wonder why. You both know about Maybe my Christian I. school upbringing. Maybe perhaps. you focused on that more. Maybe. Um, predictions. Um, I don't know. Well, okay. So he's leaned really heavy into this idea of like, this land belongs to you. So, and we have one instance of talking about how much of a badass Abram is. Yeah. Right. Went back know, and got Lot. Went back and, and got people. everyone who was snatched up. Yep. Who was there snatching your nephews up. Yep. Um, and uh, so I think, I think from here, maybe not in the next episode, but in future episodes, we're definitely going to get into more of more instances of, I think Abram and his 318 trained men. Mm, like, more wars and stuff. Some more battles, some more skirmishes, yeah, sure. more claiming of land. 
That makes, that makes sense. sense. Because now it's kind of established, like, I made a covenant with you, so you know for sure you're going to have a bunch of descendants. It's going to be rough for them for a little while, but you do, like, this land does belong to you, so and you're going to live to a good old age. Right. So I think You'll that's going to... Yeah, You'll so I think it's going to give Abram the confidence to start going out and taking land away from people. Whoa. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> that's what uh, I think. We also have gotten a little teaser that Sodom and Gomorrah do get destroyed. Oh. Like it did say, this was before they were destroyed. So yeah. I bet we're going to get that story sometime mm, soon. I don't yeah. remember when that happens, but that will be sometime in the next few I think episodes. It's, I think it's Genesis 19... Wow, okay. you already you, wow. I don't know how like, you knew that. Oh, yeah, no. I know that from the. <laughs> I know that. From, I know that from the Professor Brothers video because the last line is like Genesis nineteen. Total insanity. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so well, that's why total insanity. We'll talk yeah, about it when we get there. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, but I would say for this episode, maybe we just end with a quick little round of you know, Father Abraham had many, many sons, and many sons had Father Abraham. I am one of them. And so are you. So let's, let's all praise, praise the Lord. Lord. Right arm, Father Abraham. He, it's kind of like the hokey pokey or like the, yeah, the Christian hokey pokey. Okay, yeah. all that I can say, and I know that you all can't see this right now, but they're like gesturing wildly at me, and I'm sitting here aghast and shaking my head. No, dude, Father Abraham was the go to, especially for young, like tiny kids mm-hmm. in either children's church or in Sunday school or at, you know, my Christian elementary school, because yep. like it got like the wiggles out. You know, because you got to like move, like the hokey pokey does, you know, because you got to like move around and like be silly and like laugh. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's really easy to pick up. It's a very repetitive song. So, like, that was a go to for sure if you had like little kids in your group to sing Father Abraham. That's pretty cute. But yeah, because according to this, you know, all of God's chosen people, which are like the Jewish descendant Uh, people, are all from from the line of Abraham, right? Like, your descendants will be as numerous as the stars and the grains of sand yeah. and the dust and all oh, that there you go those abrahamic religions also an important figure in islam as well ah, yeah. well yeah right so yeah so abrahamic religions yeah are all yes. the religions that came out of his line which mm-hmm. includes yeah yeah which includes Judaism, awesome. Judaism, islam christian christianity yeah cool. also arguably mormons and mm. oh wow you really know, anyone who came out of who uses any of those teachings kind of as the basis for it the big three the you know the jews the christians the muslims those are yeah. the big three though yeah, yeah. yeah. well Well, here we are. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us for Bible Study today. If you want even more Drunk Bible Study, including bonus episodes, new series, guest interviews, and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and then write us a nice review on iTunes or Stitcher, letting other people know what you like about it. Find us on Twitter at DrunkBibleCast, on Instagram at DrunkBibleStudy, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Dedeker Winston, Jace Lindgren, and me, Emily Matlack. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album Home of the The The. The theme song for the book of Genesis is Fanfare for Space by Kevin McLeod. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. Oh, shit.